Hello and welcome to Scare Masters, the podcast where we discuss the scariest scenes in horror films. I'm your host, Ray Couture, and today we're going to be discussing Cairo, the 2001 Japanese horror film directed by Kiyoshi Kurosawa. I'm here with my friend Ricky Wilson. Um, We're going to be talking about the movie Pulse today. But first, I want to talk to Ricky a bit about his uh, background in horror movies, how he got into them. So, uh, Ricky, first off, how are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about yourself? Oh, I'm not too bad. A bit rainy, but it's almost uh, Thanksgiving, so it's whatever. Um, So, uh, Rick... What was the first horror movie you saw? And uh, I guess more so, what was the first big, like, horror memory you had? Uh, The first uh, horror film that, for memory, uh, it was The Exorcist. um, Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. (laughs) Uh, My my dad was uh, super um, into horror films growing up, so... At a young age, he uh, introduced it to me, just uh, or my sisters as well too. How old were you? Uh, I had to be around five when I first started watching oh, man. horror movies. I was like, it was actually with my uh, my grandfather too before he passed away. Uh, we we all watched The uh, Exorcist. And, uh, what was uh, what was the scariest part of that movie for you? It had to have been the um, the girl running down the um, stairs forward backwards <laughs> that did it for me. Uh, I remember having nightmares for like a week. I just watched that like a week ago, and that is like the scariest part because you're just like all downstairs talking, and then you just hear like the foot patterns going down the stairs as she sprints down them backwards. It's pretty crazy. Yeah. So that horror's been like passed down to generations in my family. Basically, we all share that one uh, similar uh, interest. And so you said your dad got you into them, but you said your sisters and brother or your siblings I, watch it too? Or? Yeah, my, my siblings are into horrors just as much as I am. Cool. And um, what, was, what was the first, like, uh, like for me at least, when I saw The Shining also at a very way too young age because of my dad, um, the scene in the bathroom with the old lady like literally gave, oh, yeah. gave me a phobia of bathrooms that i carried with me literally like i still am scared of bathrooms what was like the first thing that kind of stuck with you that you saw that sort of kind of you always think about when you are like anxious or nervous about a situation well i would have to say um just like you know when like in like slasher movies when like people are by themselves and then they get the oh, like ominous feeling that like the killer's like somewhere around and then so like being by yourself and like when things are like too quiet that always like uh gives me anxiety (laughs) Um, like are are you really alone or is like there's like just like one dude lurking somewhere that you can't like really see what are some of your like from uh like irrational fears like for me i um whenever I go to the bathroom at night, like I wake up and like have to go to the bathroom. I, uh, I always like 
kind of want to sprint out of the bathroom and into my bedroom. Like I don't do it anymore because <laughs> I'm an adult, but I still like think like, oh yeah, like that demon that's waiting behind the shower curtain is just waiting for me to like walk back so it can like sprint at me and grab me. Do you uh, like experience anything like that? Yeah, like uh, turning off the lights and like um, like the basement or like a big room. <laughs> like you're you're the for some reason like the light switch is on the opposite side of where you have to like exit so you have to like make that long troop through the dark yeah um would you say that horror is your favorite genre uh absolutely how many horror movies do you think you've seen over 300 <laughs> and that's being generous because <laughs> I, I watch i watch all the good ones and i watch all the good ones sequels and prequels and remakes and then i also watch like the b-rated and all the all the like super bad horror movies yeah just like give them a chance what's your favorite uh bad horror movie my <laughs> monster bro <laughs> i don't see that <laughs> yeah it's got a, it's got a bunch of wrestlers in it it's, it's oh okay it's God awful it's, have you seen uh idle hands yeah i, I have that, that, movie. that might be my that's not even bad honestly no no, that movie was great. I loved it. It had a good story. Like, I feel like horror is really special because even the really bad ones can be so bad that they're actually, like, pretty good. Yeah. Um, okay. So, since you've seen so many horror movies, it's probably a bit harder to get scared by them. Would you say that? Uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, especially with, like, um, new generations of horror movies. It's To me, it's, like a bunch of rehashing of old things, try to recreate uh, stuff that already happened. And that's just, uh, you kind of see it coming at that point. So it, it really takes away the fear feeling. Right. That being said, what was the last um, horror movie that really scared you and how did it scare you? Um, I, uh, I would say the autopsy of Jane Doe. That movie was, uh, it was, it was different because like, the um antagonist was just like a dead body and all these spooky things were happening and they couldn't quite figure it out and it ended up being like just like making them crazy like nothing was actually happening and it was like their own psychosis just like playing on them what was the scariest part of that movie for you uh there's a scene where um the kid is uh he the, it takes place in the morgue and he's like in the hallways of the morgues and uh, there's just, like, this one uh, dead uh, body just, like, walking around, like, kind of, like, stalking him in the hallways. <laughs> that, that part was probably the scariest. So when you watch a horror movie, what specifically do you look for? Like, are you looking uh, for scares? Are you looking for, um, yeah, I mean, in just in general, like, how do you watch a horror movie? I I look to be scared. I would hope that's, like, the main point but if it's got a good story and just like interesting then that's a that's a plus too i would give a movie a good rating off of that alone what, what was your uh favorite most recent horror movie to come out oof i i don't know i don't know if i liked any of the recent ones it's, it's been pretty pretty bad what about like uh hereditary i know we talked about that oh, heredi- uh, i forgot about that one that was that was pretty good a lot of people don't like that movie but i thought it was pretty good yeah i mean i feel like it was that's sort of a part of this like new generation that includes um like the witch 
and uh, Midsummer, where it's like these. I, I feel yeah, it's like sort of like a. I don't want to say a new take on horror because people say that like every time a new horror movie comes out, that's good. Right. And people are like, oh yeah, we've just had a bunch of crap recently. But I felt like, like stylistically, Hereditary was really good in the sense that the whole time it it really like reverses your expectations. Like I remember thinking up until the point, because that, that's probably my favorite horror movie of the past 20 years at least. And um, up until that point uh, where the seance happens, like I was thinking, oh man, this is, um, you know, oh, this is going a certain way. Like this is more like a psychological horror movie. But then like that seance happens and you see like the stuff like flying around. Right. And uh, Tony Collette is just like freaking out. And I was like, oh my God, what is actually happening with, with this movie? What was your uh, favorite part of that movie? Oh, when the, the mom was uh, banging her head on the uh, door. <laughs> Did you think that the family dynamic, um, like, lent into it being so good? Like, I found, like, uh, I was really, like, captivated by the family, and I thought all the performances were so good and so realistic that what, like, it, it sort of creates a payoff at the end where, like, you're, like, kind of more bummed out. Right. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I, I would agree. Especially with the like the um the dinner scene when the mom freaks out. Yeah, for sure. Okay, thank you, Rick. Um, we're gonna take a bit of a break, and when we come back, we're gonna dive into Cairo. So uh, first off, Rick, I just wanted to ask you what your opinion of Pulse or Cairo as its Japanese translation goes. What was your opinion of that movie? I thought it was uh, pretty good. Uh, uh, it had a lot of spooky factors. It, it, like there were scenes where, um, especially like in the first half, where like you had this constant feeling of being uneasy, uh, just weird things happen in the movie uh the music the ominous uh music in the backgrounds combined with like things disappearing and and the ghost right yeah i think what was so effective about the movie in general i'm not to say like it doesn't have its flaws like it kind of got weird right at the end but fell off at the end for sure but um like the idea a lot of movies sort of push this idea of like loneliness, like uh, like you feel like um, like you feel like the characters are like exposed to something like evil because they're so alone. But like a lot of times, I don't, I find like movies who that try to do that like don't pull you in as much. But this movie, for some reason, like really like I think it kind of had to do with like the uncanny valleyness of the fact that like these ghosts kind of look like people. There's nothing like crazy about them. Right. But there's still like something like slightly off about them. And uh, so I thought that was pretty interesting. So let's talk about that scene. Um, and so a brief overview of it is basically this guy. And I, I don't want to spoil anything for people who are, who might listen to this and want to watch it. So I'm just going to give like a general overview. Um, so this guy goes to check on his friend and uh, 
it's like uh, he goes to his apartment and it's all like taped in, which is a theme of this movie. And he like undoes the tape and goes down there. And it's basically, and I think to me, this is like a really fundamental part of why it's scary. It's not just like a typical apartment. It's like, there's like these big stone walls and it's just, it, it almost looks like cavernous and there's no light. There's like very little light coming through. Um, and he walks down this long hallway to like a, like a easy chair. And then the camera, um, and I, th I thought the camera work in this was particularly interesting because um, of the way it sort of shows you what the danger is. And there's no music yet. And um, so he, he's walking down there and the camera sort of jilts on him and shows behind him. And in the darkness, of, like at the very end of the hallway, you can kind of see something. And I thought that was what was incredibly brilliant about how uh, the director filmed this is like maybe the first time you watch it and depending on how you're watching it, you can't see anything. And uh, what's there is basically a ghost. And it's this woman who's in the background of the shot and she's barely, you can barely see her. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, what was your initial reaction when you started, when that scene came on? Well, when the first second of the glimpse of the background, it kind of, uh, the woman looked like one of the, the body scenes from like earlier. So I was thinking like someone already got got, but as like time went on, you see that it is a woman. And I think his reaction to the woman just appearing there was pretty good too. Cause you, you always think about like, oh, the, you're in a dangerous situation. So it's flight or fright, flight. But, and this is, for this instance, he like kind of like froze and didn't do anything. But yeah. just cower. I, um, it's, that's, it's cool that you brought that up. I was thinking of the fact that I feel like a lot of times, especially people who watch a lot of horror movies, and this isn't just um, exclusive to horror. It's like any movie where like you think like, oh, I would have done this or this. Like it's easy to watch movies and TV shows and just think like, oh, I would have, you know, I would have run out of that burning building or I would have went and done this or this. But like you think you're alone in an apartment and all of a sudden this like creepy tall-esque woman starts like slowly walking towards you. And we'll get to that too, because I thought that was like brilliant, just the way the ghosts move in this movie. But um, like, yeah, I, I just thought like that was pretty realistic. Like, you're more than likely going to stand there in shock and not really know what to do more than you are gonna. I mean, I don't even know how he would have even got at, gotten out of that situation since she was blocking the door. Right. But um, yeah. So, what do you think of uh, the overall cinematography of that scene? Like uh, camera angles and all, all that good stuff. Yeah, and just like the lighting. And... Well, uh, the lighting is perfect because it's it's dark. You can't really tell what's going on until like she's like approaching him. So that that adds that like mysterious, eerie feel to the scene. Right. Yeah, definitely. I um. So I read a bit. The director had an interview. I think a couple years ago, where he he was just talking about, cause he had like a, basically like a trilogy of horror movies, which um, Cairo isn't like included in. 
And I haven't seen the other ones. They're not as highly rated as that, but I still want to see them because I just really liked some of the stuff he did. And uh, he talked about, so again, in the scene, what happens is she is like slowly walking towards him, but it's, and that's where that like uncanny valleyness comes in because it's not like she's slowly walking like a normal person would slowly walk. It's like she's walking at normal speed, but with like a delay. And I, there's no like actual like real reason for why that is, but I'm pretty sure it's just because like the way the ghosts travel through uh, into the human world in this movie is basically through the internet. Right. It's almost as if she was like buffering. Yeah. Which makes it pretty scary. But the, the scariest thing to me is as she's walking and you're, you know, as, as an audience member, like, you especially have like expectations for how horror scenes go based off of other horror movies you've seen. And the first thing I thought when I was watching that, I was like, oh, this kind of reminds me of like the ring when like, uh, like the ring, like demon would like come out and like walk towards them. Oh and, yeah. And skip around. Yeah. It's you like static glitch and that's kind of jump scary, but there's right. no jump scare in this. But what's so frightening about this, this one scene to me is when she quote-unquote trips. Oh, yeah, the dip. The dip. And so that's why I brought up the director interview. He talked about um, that uh, people have a misconception about this scene and think like, oh, she like, he was like, when people saw it in the theater in Japan, they laughed at that part because they thought like, oh, this ghost tripped. And he was like, he was basically saying like these ghosts, they've been somewhere else for so long that they don't necessarily move like real people anymore. They move how like people would assume, like they move how they think people should move. And so when she does that dip, it's actually, and this was what was terrifying to me. She does it so she can get a better look at the guy. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's perfect because the lighting has him, like, that's the only time we really see her face until near the end yeah. of the scene. And it's like that perfect, like, sliver of light that comes through where her face comes into the frame. And even though it's basically just a normal face, it's, like, terrifying. Because it's already in a dark room. He's, not, he's already not supposed to go there. She already popped up out of, out of the darkness. And now she's walking weird and dipping. So he now now he knows like this isn't normal. Like she wasn't there this whole time. She couldn't have been. Like now I'm in a messed up situation. Yeah, for sure. And um and then I mean the end of the scene where she kind of pops up over like the couch is um it's scary, but I think it's more just um it's typical of uh like J horror at that time like I, I can think of scenes in uh the ring and uh, sh like shutter and yeah where like yeah. yeah like it's always like a ghostly face that sort of comes into frame and then like right the scene ends like I, I always wonder like right. like when movies do that like what what happened in like the 10 minutes after like the ghost like did their like scary thing I, I think that like adds adds to the scare because now you like have even more questions like what happened yeah and i mean and later on in the movie we find out that basically what they do is just like drain the happiness out of you right 
which if that works or not, I'm not super sure, but yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you, Rick, and thank you to anybody who listened to this inaugural episode of Scare Masters. If you're interested in watching the film Cairo, there's a few streaming sites that have it. I believe Shudder is a free app that has the movie right now. And if you're interested in solely watching the scene we discussed today, I will be sure to include a link to the YouTube video in the description. Thank you.